I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Who Tips podcast. I'm your host, Rod. Joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we're live on a Sunday night and it's a big day um because we have a guest we got some company mm-hmm. over y'all um we got my girl bossy ickby um who i didn't even pull i should have just pulled up the um the what i read for this too much but this <laughs> is a regular show i was just like oh I'll just it's just bossy but now now i want to say like award listen she's a best-selling new york times all the step piercing she's doing it all she's a mo- best vocalist alongside anita baker you know i just want to give it all the props all the glory what's going on bossy how you doing oh you're muted okay Oh God, her mic is off, guys. All right, we're off to a rip roaring start. This is. This is I don't hear pure, anything. This is some pure. This too much drama <laughs> happening right now. I thought that we could just hear. Yeah, she was just talking. We she was oh, literally rapping hello? along. There hello? she is. There okay. she is. Hey, Bossy, how you doing? Can you hear me? Yes. yes. Should I hold it like a like a podcast, bro? Uh, you can. I mean, if you want to tell us about these females and how you shouldn't take them on dates. Yeah. Women be shopping. Uh. <laughs> she was like, listen, the problem with women is they have to eat food, too. I don't understand. Me either. <laughs> they don't They don't grow vegetables. Right. They don't slaughter cattle. Nothing. <laughs> Useless. When I go on a date, I'm ordering food. You should be getting water. Okay? I don't understand why we both got to eat. As a man, I don't think that a woman who eats on the first date is really serious about the relationship. <laughs> she in here taking up space. How dare she take up the space that I'm in? Because I'm going to tell you right now, Useless. if she eating food on the first date, she going to be eating food for the rest of your life. I'm telling you right now, player. Okay. okay. I mean, don't, don't, don't start them habits. I mean, I mean, once you start paying for food, what else you going to pay for? <laughs> This is what I'm saying. <laughs> um, Vasi, it's so good to see you. Um, it's been it's a while. Good to see you too. I know. You know, it's I feel been like a long time. Yeah. But... I was gonna say I feel like we talk every day, but you know, for the audience, they haven't seen you on the show since uh, Atlanta ended. Um, so we, you know, for a lot of them, they and they're always asking about you on the main show and all this stuff. And this is kind of an impromptu situation. We was deep in the text, y'all know how we do, saying everything that we can't say on the social medias. And if you're a real one, you do it too. So, um, and we was talking about like the Chris Rock special and the social media reaction to it. And she was like, you know, she bossy watched it and she was like, are you gonna? talk about it on the podcast i was like i am you want to hop on like and she said yeah so that is how this episode came together that's why bossy is here we want to talk about selective outrage the netflix special i don't know how long this episode is gonna be um like it might be short because I don't, I don't you know we're gonna see where the night takes us me and bossy have <laughs> walked watched it karen has not so she's just going to yeah. be emotionally supporting everybody and I giving am, y'all her. I am. Y- y- y'all know me. Not trying to be funny. I don't give a fuck about not being in the loop. Y'all know me. I jumped in season two of Game of Thrones and my black ass ain't went back since. So y'all know me. Yeah. Well, you know, also, yeah, Karen has never needed to have an, an uh, information to have an opinion. 
Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna have an opinion. Who, who who said I got to know all the facts? I'm like the rest of y'all <laughs> niggas. I, I'm 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 y'all just gonna hear hot takes off top rope. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that's why I'm here. Um, so first of all, man, let's kind of get into like some background on it. Um, where were you the night Will Smith smacked Chris Rock? Okay, like what what was going on with you, Karen? Oh, what was going on with me? I'm gonna tell you the truth. I missed it because I oh, didn't okay. watch the award. Oh you wow! Know, like okay. you know, I'm I, you know I'm just you know yeah 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 y'all you know y'all wanted a hot take. That's a hot take for me. I only reason why I heard about it because all the other niggas was mad, and I kept seeing going up and down my time, and I was like, oh niggas is mad. What happened? And so then you know I just went inquiring and uh, you know seen it and stuff like that. And I was like, oh that's what happened. So that's how I found out. I, I you know I, it wasn't like. Mm-hmm. Something that I was actually sitting and consuming. It was like, oh shit! And we did talk about it on the show a few, you know, for like a week or so because it was felt like every day new news was dropping on the fact this right. nigga slapped somebody. <laughs> it was like, it was like, like I don't know how breaking news was happening, but it really was. It would be like two days later. It's like Will has apologized to Jada. Uh, breaking news. We just we just interrupted Channel Eleven to tell you <laughs> live on the scene. Uh, Jaden Smith tweeted, "Oh, that's how we do." Then he deleted it. So we'll be back with an update in a few minutes. So it was. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. Vasi, what about you? How'd you like see the slap and and receive it and all that stuff? Um, I watch the Oscars. I watch all the, well, most of the awards, not all of them. Um, but I watched the, the Oscars and I didn't, because I watch on like a little bit of a delay, by the time Mm. I saw it, they'd already like kind of edited it out. So I didn't really Mm. understand what was happening, but what I did catch was Will yelling, keep my (laughs) wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth. Yeah. And so I, I didn't see the sli- I heard that and that, and I'm not even gonna lie. I know that everybody on Twitter is acting like, well, niggas get slapped all the time or whatever, <laughs> whatever. For me, niggas don't get slapped all the time right. around where I'm from. Mm-hmm. And but before I even saw the slaps, I didn't know what was going on. I saw the I, like I said, I heard the thing, and it. I'm not gonna lie. It it it. I'm, I'm not gonna say triggered, but it mm-hmm. upset me because right. I don't like that. Like yelling, people yelling that way and the the look on will's face it scared me and Mm. i was really like what the fuck is going on and i knew immediately it wasn't a bit i knew immediately it wasn't a bit just just based on knowing what comedy looks like i knew it wasn't a bit um so i knew that something intense had happened and i couldn't figure out what it was hopped on twitter saw people talking about it immediately found like the clip from Australia or whatever that had the whole thing. And I'm not going to lie. It upset me. I don't, Mm. I don't like seeing stuff like that. I don't see it. I don't like seeing it on just like a basic level. I don't like seeing it on a national level. I don't like seeing it between two black actors Mm -hmm. that are black people that, that I, that I enjoy to a certain extent. Um, And then what upset me further was the, re- the re- was like the general response to it. But I, I was shook. Like, yeah. it, it bothered me. I was I was sick to my stomach. I'm not even going to lie to you. My first reaction. I'm not cool to say that. My first reaction, like, with almost all things that are fucked up is I laughed. Because I it's just, I can't help it. It's not on purpose. It's not even like, it, it, it's the way that you, you laugh when someone tickles you because you can't help it, even if you're like, don't touch me, right? So when I right. first saw it, I was like, laughing hysterically I was like I can't what am I I couldn't 
honest to God, I feel like me, you, Chris Rock, Jada, everybody in the crowd, everybody watching on TV, all of us took about 60 seconds after the slap to go, oh, wait, Will Smith actually slapped Chris Rock. Because as yes. you see it, it's like it's not it's not real. It didn't happen. You're like, yeah. no, because Will Smith would never and... He's the Fresh Prince and he's, you know, like he's just as he's sitting in his chair yelling at Chris Rock. And then I'm like, I think Will Smith smacked Chris Rock. Yeah. <laughs> like that's when it kicked and, and in. That's, that was actually another part of it, too, because if it was like, I can't even who, uh, Dr. Dre right. or, or somebody yeah. that we yeah. know has a history of that. I mm-hmm. don't think that I would have been. Cause like when you when you see a Will Smith do something like that or, or even just yell like that like just the yelling part again just the yeah. yelling part Will Smith right I was like something is wrong with him yeah like I you know mental health Mary I was like is he having a breakdown like what yeah. the fuck is happening here I didn't I didn't immediately start thinking oh, even well, when people Chris Rock did to, to deserve it when people were saying shit like. I can't believe Chris didn't whoop his ass or Chris. I can't believe Chris didn't duck it. I was like, cause he was thinking what we were thinking, which is there's no way on earth. This man would do something violent to me. He's Will Smith. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then of course, you and know, sorry, mm-hmm. one, sorry, one more time. So just the, also he has a learning disability that makes it difficult for him to read body cues. So yeah, yeah. that's that, another reason why. Yeah. That's something that, uh, was e- quickly dismissed uh <laughs> anytime that's brought up around chris rock people are like because you know people are kind of black and white very simple they want really crisp narratives and so it's like in order for chris rock to be the bully who deserved to get hit he has to have no weaknesses impediments no extenuating circumstances he has to be perfect like he is the six foot eight bully that deserved to get punched he's goliath in this situation um yeah so all right, so what a lot of people don't realize, or maybe not a lot, but what I was seeing on Twitter, this special has been planned for several years. Chris Rock did a special with Netflix called Tambourine. This is part of that deal. Um, it was for multiple specials. Um, this So there were some people saying stuff like, he got a special because uh, she, she, Will Smith slapped him and stuff. That's not true. Um, like he's not Chris fucking rock. Right. Right. He hasn't done like any real media about it. He hasn't. The only time he seemed to be doing stuff about it is working it out on stage to which people have been reporting in the news. Like he's given updates or media appearances, but it really hasn't been that it's kind of, so this is really his first foray into addressing it on stage. It seems like he doesn't want to use it in any other way. He doesn't want to do an interview about it. Um, we'll get into all that stuff. Um, so that's the main thing I wanted to start with there. Um, the other part of it is I find that I found the original Twitter response to the slap to be all over the place. Right. Yeah. And I don't yeah. think it's changed much. Like Mm-mm. it's honestly like every time it comes back up, no matter what is happening, when Will Smith apologize, the, the special coming out, whatever side you were on, if you picked a side, people are literally just doing it again. <laughs> like, like, yeah, like it's, yeah. people are laying out like a lawyer's case for their point of view to not change at any rate. So I will, if you're a person that's like, I haven't seen the special and you just need to tap out. Cause we're going to definitely spoil some of the jokes. Go ahead. I get it. If you've seen it, I'm willing to bet you feel like you felt before you saw it. <laughs> like it's just, is not, right. 
I, I haven't seen a single person go, actually, I didn't really fuck with him. And then I saw the special and I get it now. And I haven't seen a single person that said I was on his side. But after seeing the special, I actually can't be on his side anymore. So trust and believe you already know how you feel. Uh, so you can determine if you want to listen to this or not. But um, words are violence. Twitter is very much trying to say violence is not violence <laughs> and that this man should be over it a year later. Uh, after having not really talked about it. So I find that to be interesting. Um, right. Hit, hit again. That's that's the part that, that, that really blows me. He should get hit again. Yeah. Like, where are y'all from? My God. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and also what I've realized, too, is just people in general. But when it comes online and everybody being black and white, particularly talking about the words, you know, the words are violence people. A lot of them, I'll decide, deal with some of the most trauma that's unresolved. That's why they are streamed. That's why they are words are violent. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, things may have happened to them and they might not have always been like a physical violence. But it's like I have to make sure whatever happened to me is the most extreme. And everybody knows what happened to me is the worst thing ever. And so that's why anything that happens has to escalate to that point when sometimes it's, it's not justified on the 10. Sometimes, mm -hmm. and, and I've always felt like this. Sometimes the way people respond to things, not understand is an internal thing. And I understand it's projecting. I, I don't get me wrong. I do understand it. But a lot of times we need to take ourselves out of the situation and just look at, look at what happened. Like these yeah. are the things that happened. Not my boyfriend did this to me. My husband did this to me. My mom. No, 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 no. We're not talking about you. This did not happen to you. But everybody loves to respond. This is why people's opinions have not changed. This is why people's stances have not changed. Because a lot of times people have this unresolved shit in the background, this baggage, and they constantly carry it with them everywhere they go. And they have to always let you know that they have this baggage. And when you tell them, hey, you got baggage on you, they won't talk about everything else but the baggage on themselves. And yeah. so that's why anytime Chris Rock or Will Smith comes up, it don't even matter. Things could be unrelated to them, but they're going to go back to these fundamental things that they felt at that moment and they refuse to let it go. Yeah, I think also um, it, it's, it's also just the fact that like... Um, a lot of the people that talk about this stuff on social media are talking about it because it's the thing of the day, but they're not really supporting stand up. I, I've seen people make entire like fucking hundred thing, hundred post threads about this special. And I've never seen them talk about comedy before in my life, you know? So it's like, right. it's not necessarily that people are experts on comedy, stand up, any of that. A lot of people are just experts on social media and whatever is trending. And so, Today okay. it's the special, and so everyone's got a take on it. But Twitter, social media in general, skews towards staying in the house. Stand up happens right. in the club, uh, you know. As a yeah, person that, the house. yeah, as a person yeah. that 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 likes stand up, you know, um, especially before the pandemic, we would go out to the comedy club in Charlotte. You know, I've been to the comedy club mm -hmm. here a couple times in in New York, like or two different comedy clubs. But my point being, like. When you're in there, there's a different environment than the one on social media. So social media has really been trying to paint this very like opposite world picture of Chris Rock has never been funny. No one likes him. He's always been he's anti-black. He's anti-black woman specifically, uh, you know, and there's a bunch of evidence, quote unquote, to the contrary. You can look at the women he's put on in comedy like Leslie Jones and Wanda Sykes. Um 
you know, having Janelle James open for him a couple years ago. You could, you could, you could literally mm-hmm. just look at that. Um, you know, even the like way that people have spun the good hair thing. I was alive when good hair came out. <laughs> so right. you can't trick me into being like, and everyone hated him and said he's an anti-black. No, every joke that was in there was a joke that people make within the community. Uh, even the thing where people do the like, he's making jokes for white people. And it's like, you mean in Baltimore? When I look out in the crowd, I see only black people in D.C. I didn't see a single white person. Yeah. I didn't see a single white person. Right. So there's like an offline reality that he's living in where it's like black people love me. Black people support me. And then there's like the black Twitter version of life, which is everyone hates him. Everybody hates Chris. No one likes him. Uh, We just love all the people he put into our lives uh, (laughs) through his TV shows and his imprint, but we hate him specifically. So it's kind of become like a weird opposite world. And I felt like I was looking forward to this podcast because I don't want to talk about it to people online because I'm, Mm -mm. to me, these motherfuckers sound crazy. Yes. You know, and that's not telling them they have to like or not like the special, but just the facts that they have feel very like Fox News facts. Like, <laughs> remember how we all said when he made the blacks versus niggas, but we all hated them. Like, no, we kind of no, fucking loved it. No, no. It took a while for it to age. And then even he was like, yeah, I don't do that bit because it makes me feel uncomfortable. You know, people playing the, the if, if I see the motherfucking clip with him and Louis C.K. one more goddamn time. Like it was yesterday or some shit. Like they, there's just so many ways where they're trying to like prove this case to fit this mold of him being like this really big coon. So um, I think that's what's been tripping me out about the online conversation and why I am happy to be here with y'all to talk about it. Um, all right. The last thing before we get into the special Netflix got their motherfucking money worth. God damn. Woo. Mm-hmm. Listen. Yeah, this is the first time they've ever done a live uh thing and i guarantee you won't be the last like i guarantee- did you did you watch it live Ron? yeah i watched it live yeah okay and that okay. was a bef- i wasn't gonna watch it yeah. i was not gonna watch it but everybody that hates him was talking about it and the biggest I was, and promoters the, exactly that's what i said last night i was like why are you watching just to talk about how much you hate it and then turn around and be like oh it got so much ratings because cancel culture doesn't exist no right. it's because you were watching it like what the fuck? Like y'all, y'all literally helped this shit be number one. I, I also, I forgot it was coming on. Um, me too. I thought, like, I didn't know the time. Like, uh, Chris Lambert had called me and was like asking me about, like, oh, you gonna watch it tonight? And I was like, oh, it's on. Did I miss it? And he's like, no, it's coming on later. I said, okay, cool. Was just scrolling my phone and just every all these motherfuckers that hate him were just like god damn fuck chris rock i ain't trying to bother and live tweeting every comment from the pre-show yeah. to the stand-up to the after show i was like netflix yep. got y'all this is why they be canceling the shit y'all like because they know you ain't going nowhere with daddy does it okay <laughs> and, and it would not be surprising uh with them seeing how 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 they got a bunch of people who otherwise, not trying to find it, would not be on Netflix at this time to constant to stop what they're doing, like live television. It worked. And actually watched. So I guarantee you, y'all think I was angry by Dave Chappelle. Watch that next shit be motherfucking live like this one. Oh, yeah, you know, sure. because because it's, it's something where they know, okay, y'all will watch this shit. So the fuck? Like, like this is actually if if somebody's in there really, really smart, mm-hmm. this is what they're going to do. And it's one of those things where 
It's funny how the liberal and the left consistently talk about how white people protest. You know, white people protest, they buy just and burn them and shit like that. Well, mm. y'all do the motherfucking same thing. Shit y'all don't like, you consume it, you support it, and you yeah. spend your money. Hate us like that. Hate the black guy who gives like that. <laughs> Fucking sign up for the motherfucking premium. Buy all the goddamn t-shirts. You know, protest me if that's the way we goddamn protest then. Uh, let me ask you this. Uh, now, Karen, I assume you weren't too excited about this special because you didn't watch it um mm -hmm. and bossy i know you watched it later but were you even intrigued about were you even planning on watching it if not for the response i absolutely was not because mm. the last um the last special of his i didn't i watched and i didn't like yeah. it and I, I i have a thing now where a lot of my favorite comedians or comedians that i that i like the older richer they get the less funny they are to me Same. and so i just i just stay with the stuff that i do like i mean mm -hmm. I, I, i'm i'm going bar for bar with in stakes is high because i'm still just listening to that <laughs> like yeah. I, I don't know what they've done since then but i'm only listening to that so um i watched tambourine just to to watch it mm -hmm. um was it tambourine I, Tambor whatever tambourine whatever, was whatever. his last one on netflix Okay, maybe that's the one I watch. I feel okay. like I, it was two things ago. But if that was the last one, then that's probably the one that I watch. Yeah. So I wasn't planning on watching it. Um, even when I saw people talking about it, I wasn't planning on watching it. Up until today, when I told you, oh, I guess I'm going to watch it when I when I do laundry. Um, it was, for me, what got me to watch it was mm. me knowing. I was like, this that there's no possible way that was the joke. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's why I was yeah. like, okay, this... I need to watch it to know what the joke is because you saying that he's b judging people who don't wear shirts or whatever the fuck. And, and, and two years ago he did jujitsu and he took his shirt off. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like that can't be a joke. Yeah. So I wanted to go and watch and see what the jokes. Right. The yeah, same the thing happens. Was. The same thing happens to me all the time. Like, uh, there's albums I've only listened to and ended up liking because people were lying on them, and yeah. and and it's and it's yeah. weird because it serves two purposes. I don't think they mean to do it, but one, you're lying, so you're making me curious because you're making it trend and shit. And then two, yeah. you almost always end up making the bar so low that I end up having a great time. Yes, you know? this happened yeah. with uh Drake's uh fucking uh whatever that <laughs> whatever that type of album he put out that was like uh the just, dance one yeah yes. the one that was just all vibes you know that that one was yo that album pretty good <laughs> like 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 they shitted on the album so hard i was like oh god then beyonce album came out that's like this is what he was trying to do i was like oh damn i guess it's whack i went and listened i'm like yo this is the perfect like hop in the shower music like this is just vibes and, that, and he wasn't even trying to do more than that and i was like well shit i guess i like this now can't tell nobody but the thing with this is i'm I'm with you like i i mean i'm a fan of stand-up i watch a lot of it on netflix all that stuff um you know i just watch i watched gabriella glacius stand up recently um mm -hmm. you know like um he's funny yeah he's very funny man um mm -hmm. and you know uh kevin hart very funny you know like there's just like there's people that twitter hates but there's a reason they fill up stadiums you know what i mean like don't make right. sense they can't talking like, about big literally. stadiums too like 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 <laughs> you know we talking about like baseball football stadiums they like yeah, yeah kevin hart yeah. just I'm, I'm pointing behind me mm -hmm. behind me kevin hart just sold out a stadium in cape town south africa right like right 
Right. For the most unfunny nigga in the world. But right. we, um, I watched Tambourine and similarly felt like it was mid. Like it wasn't terrible, but it was, it just reminded me of how old we're getting. I was like, oh, this is, this is my age now. He still making references to stuff that was in my formative years. Yeah. And he still kind of has like the same mentality and point of view. It's, it's, it's like an R&B artist that is just playing their hits, you know, and this is the kind of music they make. And so that one felt that way to me. This one felt more inspired. And I'm assuming because of current events, it was more inspired. <laughs> like mm. some shit happened I mean, to him and wait. everybody wanted to see what happened. So it felt more inspired than Tambourine to me. And when you when you think about it, one of the things. Oh, how can I? How do I come back? Oh, there I am. You're back. Uh, when you think about it, uh, the problem, like I said before, that I have with a lot of our, our our aging comedians is that their experiences that they had when they first started, they just can't possibly have anymore. Yeah. So their perspective, their point of view, um, the things that they talk about, like they're just not relatable, and they're trying to make it relatable, but it's not. A, I think that he he did a really good job of making. Uh, that rich nigga. Yeah, I'm rich, but you know he did a really good. This job is the like, best version of I'm. I'm. Yeah. I made it, and I'm black, and I'm rich, and I want my kids to be like black rich kids. Like this is the best yeah. version of that I've heard since probably. I think Marlon Wayans had some good stuff on it a while ago, but yeah, it, it's this. It was yeah. funny as shit this time. Yeah, I agree. It, it's so so. And I, I feel like if I say this, people are like, well, it helped him. But I do think that it was a new experience and he had to like tap into something else yeah. in order to get, you know, mm-hmm. what we saw. I thought it was fantastic. Now, I mean, I'm not going to yeah. say fantastic, but to me, it was a solid like eight and a half out of 10. Yeah, I thought it was good, too. Um, here's what I'll say, too. I find it interesting the way we're reframing the Chris Rock legacy as, and maybe people just got tired of it, which is fine, but as if like we've discovered that he's misogynistic, we've discovered that he's offensive, we've discovered that he has respectability. We knew this. When we loved him, he also had this. It feels like going to a Mary J. Blige concert in 2023 and being like, when is this bitch going to get over these men? It's like, fam, this is, this is her lane. She, even if she was happy in life, she finna sing about some niggas dogging her out. That's why yes. you buy the ticket. You don't buy the ticket. Come on. Happy Mary yes. done let a lot of people down. There's been a lot of happy albums where you're like, it wasn't hitting the same as when JoJo was dogging her ass out. So to it, it feels like a, a weird sleight of hand to try to get however many specials in and be like, damn, this nigga still talking about cheating on women. Like, that's what he talks about. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't yeah. be genuine if he came out and was not talking about it. So I just so find it I funny. Have a, so I have a I have a question for you because this is something that I I was thinking about after I watched the special. Mm. What is the currency in that level of revisionist history? Because as I was I as I was watching and and, and tweeting, I I remembered that between Eddie. And Chris, there was a gap. Mm-hmm. There was no, there were no black comedian superstars, and it was Chris Rock. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it bigger and deafer? Is it and and mm-hmm. bring the pain? Those were huge, yeah. like absolutely fucking huge. Like we hadn't seen that, and we didn't even see it with Eddie because there was just no real capacity for it. There was no right. way for it to 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 exist in that way. Um, so it was Chris, and then Chris 
ushered in yeah. Dave and Kat and yeah. Kevin, like all of that like came after him. So I'm trying to understand what the what the currency is in pretending not just him because we see it all the time when they don't like somebody like what is the what 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 do we get out of that because i because right. i feel like if a if a white writer or something was like completely erased mm-hmm. chris from a from a like a list of some sort right i mean maybe not now like it, well point, i think if rolling stone that. came out with a list tomorrow and it said the top 25 stand-ups of all time and chris rock wasn't on it you would see a lot of black people who were just saying he was never funny being like, this is a racist ass list and these white people don't know what they're talking about. But here's my thing. Uh, and I can't believe we're going this deep already, but this is what we do, okay? But I think the currency in that shit is the same currency that is like QAnon shit. It's as an individual person and brand, how can I manipulate people with my own set of facts and who will signal back to me that they are under my influence? Because saying something as ridiculous as Chris Rock was never funny, like he made all this money, had all this impact and has such a good standing within the community of, com- of black comedians specifically. It's saying that and then having someone say it back to you is is more about you and wanting to say, look at me, look at me. When I tweet out such and such, these motherfuckers will believe anything because <laughs> because there can't be any real there's no reality to it. But if you're willing to be enthralled and I've seen people do that, you know, I, and I think it's like people are upset, but it's also still about them. Ultimately, it's, it's what he said in the special about how the currency is attention. What's yeah. more? What gives oh, you more attention than that? You know, that was a really good bit. Yeah, and and I agree. I do agree. The the is that, and also for a lot of people, it's nostalgia, and that's a piece of it because you know a lot of these people talking depend on their age was alive during that time. Right. And so you know, to them, they can kind of pick and choose and create their own realities, and that's what I realized about being online and dealing with people. People create their own realities, not the real reality, the reality in their own mind, the reality that they've made up, be it with their narcissism, be it with their um, uh, wherever their headspace is at the time, whatever it is, they've created their own reality and they go online and they project and whatever their reality is, you have to accept that reality as a real reality. Mm -hmm. And if you reject it, it's something wrong with you for rejecting the reality that they created, which is not real. Yeah. And yeah. so what I've realized, I cannot talk to somebody that has created a reality that is not a real reality, okay. because when we start the conversation, we are not on the same playing level. Right. You are you are up in the moons and I'm on the earth. What are we talking about? A, a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago, maybe a week ago, I tweeted the problem with um, online discourse is that somebody will get upset with you at what they either think you said or what they want you to have said. So now you're trying to prove that you didn't say something that they've already concluded and they're not even really telling you what they think you said, really. It's just the implied that you said, blah, blah, blah. So when you're trying to argue with somebody or trying, no, not even argue, Mm -hmm. when you're trying to defend yourself against what somebody thinks and then you try to defend yourself that you didn't think that thing there's no possible way to win so the more you argue the more it looks like you're just being defensive right. um because they've taken this righteous indignation this moral superiority so anything you say against that right. is somehow um 
on par with whatever evil they've decided that you are. There's no way to win an argument with that. And then right. what happens, and I think Ashley Renee said this, what happens is that people watching the argument will react based on the comments yeah. and not ever go back to see what was actually said. Yeah. So you either get defeated and decide to like, fuck it, yeah, I'll be I think that. Or you just keep arguing and have to mute it or apologize. I've seen people yeah. apologize. I'm like, what the fuck are you apologizing? You, you didn't wrong. do it. Right. Well, this is what's interesting is I think also the reason you get stuff like he was never funny, I never liked him, blah, 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 is, um, and this is something we've talked about on the show often, there is camaraderie within a shared hate community. People are bonding mm -hmm. now over shared hate. And if you don't signal to that, you're either outcast from the group or you deal with the admonishment or you become part of the like people we hate. So I think people are scared of that. It's not people are afraid to be real about some shit. Like yeah. I've even when people like I've seen people that like the special who tentatively liked it. You see what I'm saying? Like they're like, you can see them tweeting about how funny it was. And then they wait to see like, is black Twitter going to cook him? Oh, it's bad. I'll delete. I hate, you know, whatever. Um, but the share hate community thing drives me up a wall because it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy where everything the person does must be bad. I've never seen some shit where like, no, I lie. I have seen it before. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift mm -hmm. gets bogarted by Kanye West on a stage. And black people turned on her for years. It took, like, even past, like, some of the stuff that people find problematic with Kanye, they were still on some, like, fuck Taylor Swift. And it really took, like, Kanye going, like, MAGA to them for them to be like, okay you know and and of course taylor swift who was a, a young per very young girl a woman at the time come, yeah she it took her growing up into this woman that you almost can't deny like it's like she's picking the right side of every fucking thing and she's outspoken about it so you can't deny it. i feel like that's kind of low-key what happened to krista where like because we don't want to feel any empathy or sympathy for him being slapped we have vilified the dude into like the word he's Hitler with a mic rather than yeah. just being like, I don't like him or I didn't like his stand up. Or, I didn't like that joke he made. It's turned into like, it's not even that he specifically picked Baltimore to like take a shot at Jada and he did it he's for white people. With her. 20 years ago, he turned yeah. him down and he's been holding this grudge ever since. Right. And he what did it. And he did it for, he did it for white people in a room full of black people. Like it's, you know, just weird stuff that doesn't necessarily line up neatly. But if everything, if you think everything he does is bad, you'll find a way to make everything he did, he did into a bad thing. And I think, that's a huge part of it. Um, yes, and and also <clears throat> to uh, uh, go back a little bit. Uh, also, whenever people talk about these things, they have a script, mm -hmm. and they follow that script mm -hmm. to the T. And anything that you put this off that script, they reroute back to that script mm -hmm. because they cannot defend, and they don't have any logic or explanation for like them real, real hard questions where you'd be like. Well, this don't make no sense. And what about this? And what about this? And so when you start hitting those people with facts, they go fuck your facts and they stick to the script. Yeah. And I don't and, like I don't even want to engage them because mm -hmm. I really do. I've seen enough, quote unquote, engagement. And I think like like you said in the special, the engagement just counts as attention. The attention is currency. 
they don't actually care to actually engage with you. They don't really want to examine themselves or anything. That being said, I I have felt it the other way too, right? There are some people who are so like pro Chris that it's like they're they hate Jada Pinkett Smith for some fucking reason. Like I have experienced that too. I don't want to like make this shit seem like it's one way. I find both right. sides to be oh absolutely terrible. <laughs> absolutely it's extremes on both sides like it doesn't make sense and if you're somebody that's in the middle they act like you're a lunatic for quote unquote being in the middle most shit is gray like even with the stuff where for years now with the red tabletop which this is the the, the irony here but the years of the red tabletop like so many people hated her and they specifically hated her because of how it made will look Many of the same mm-hmm. people who are now saying they have her back and they're talking bad about Chris Rock and bringing up her alopecia, these were the same people I saw call her a predator for the August Alcina thing. Yo, the, 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 the whole same. section. Yeah. That mm-hmm. whole section with, that Chris did, I was like, y'all niggas is quiet because yeah. this is everything they y'all were saying up until March 7th, 2022. They did Every it. Every single thing. I've seen so many of those same people say they need to get a divorce. She better stop doing that show. She embarrassed him. She made him a cuck. Same people. Venn diagram, complete fucking circle, all filled in. It's not some outside group of people. Mm-hmm. Many of the same people did this shit. And I found it so interesting to see them last night suddenly ignore their own predator stuff that they said ignored the grooming allegations to uh you know like it just feels like a the weird he thing said your her son's friend yes I was like, jesus christ like i mean it just like true. It laid it out it just laid it out and here's the thing too when people talk about faults i don't understand why there needs to be a fault yeah i don't this man got slapped on national television live national television that's not his fault. Right. Mm-mm. It's not Jada's fault that he got slapped. Right. Mm-mm. The only person who did the thing was Will Smith. Right. Will Smith fucked up. Yeah. And Will Smith, and here's another thing, we talk about this too. Will Smith knows he fucked up. Yep. Yes. He feels terrible. He still feels terrible. He apologized. He put it in context of his childhood and all that stuff. That's another thing. I'm going back and forth. Mm. I knew about Chris Rock's learning disability about a year or two before mm-hmm. the, the thing happened. I also started like, cause I follow Will Smith on, um, on YouTube when yeah. he started doing YouTube. So I knew the stuff that was in his, in his book as well. Right. So mm-hmm. I knew that like, that he's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the, the will I, the, that the, we the know, great, yeah. he's fucked up. So mm-hmm. the fact that, that he did this thing that people won't call fucked up and he's still trying to like process it and then apologize for it, knew that it was the wrong thing to do at the wrong time, knew all these different things that we say we want people to take responsibility and hold themselves accountable for. Mm -hmm. And you're like, no, 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 no. This is one of the reasons that, this is one of the reasons that I don't think online support counts as support, right? No. You know, it could change it to drop of a dime. Yeah, it's free Britney and then we're calling the cops on Britney Spears because we want to do a wellness check because she hadn't made a tweet in a while. You know, and I think online support is shit like a man was clearly out of control. I saw a man that was in his own trauma when Will Smith hit Chris Rock. I saw a man that was he his he was living his worst nightmares. He was doing it. 
And I said he'll never be able to truly recover from that because he spent his whole life trying to be seen a certain way. And then this other will that he don't want the world to know hopped out real quick. And he's afraid that that people will. He's afraid of not only being that guy, he's afraid of people thinking he's that guy. So it's like a double nightmare for him. And he's tried to do image rehab. He's apologized. If a motherfucker tell you I was wrong, I don't even know what the argument is to try to tell him, no, Chris Rock need to be slapped again. Like, clearly it had a toll on this man. It fucked up yeah, his career. Right. Even, so even when yeah. he even when he went to accept the Oscar, this is something that he's wanted. Like he's yeah. been chasing this Oscar his entire career. He finally gets it. He gets on stage and he's still not yeah. in it. Like he's still yeah. not, he's still not able to 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 live. He's still trying to, here's here's the thing. He was still trying to get back the Will Smith that we all thought he was an hour before. He he was still in this like, uh, for lack of a better trauma response where he was like, I need them to like me again. Mm-hmm. How are they going to like me again? Let me let me say it's because Richard uh, Williams protected his thing. Like this was all lying. This was all somebody who knew that that something that they'd done something that was out of character for them that, that they've been afraid of becoming like their father. Yeah. The entire their entire life they've been running for this, and one moment completely destroyed that in his mind right. and he's dealing with that so how are you watching this man accept this award as as completely I and mean, we use the, the gif all the time like completely just like shattered behind his eyes and still be like oh it's all good he did it for a noble reason right we're, we're that's, supporting that's why I, you're supporting what's destroying him that's why i say it's not really support right because if if you love that man right if it was me if somehow I get nominated for a fucking Emmy and I'm slapping some motherfucker on stage, anybody that knows me and loves me is going to be in my phone, in my ear, like, what's wrong? What mm-hmm. happened? Mm-hmm. I know you didn't want to do that. So what? what's going on? How can I help? Right? But online support is is like, you know, rooting for a football game. It's my team is winning. Like, it's not a, you're not even a real person. You're Will Smith TM to them. So I think that's, that, that's interesting. I think, and, and we'll get to the Chris part of this too. Um, matter of fact, yeah, I think here's a good part to get into Chris. This special felt, that last 10 minutes felt like Chris getting his lick back. You know, that was the kid that if you know anything about Chris Rock, very diminutive kid picked on grew up in a rough neighborhood that was the kid that gets beat up by the bully and then shit has happened to me before and you get home and you're talking to your brother or you're talking to your friend damien and you just like man i should i would have hit that i should have said this and then i should have did that that's what last night felt to me a little like the little boy was still in chris and he hasn't truly reconciled with it because i mean it's only been a year like people are saying it's been a year like didn't like like that's a long time like it's only been a year um i think he still hasn't truly found like the healthiest place to talk about it but at least he is talking about it on stage but it's it it was interesting to see like that side of him get to come out because yeah. it clearly was like I've been holding this in. He felt nervous. He felt nervous energy. Like when he fucked up the first joke going into that yes. bit, I said, yeah. "Oh, he's he's coming in hot." And I know people make mistakes, and you know my friend 
called me this morning. He's like a huge, like on Chris Rock side guy, older black dude. And like, I don't want to say he's on like Chris Rock can do no wrong, but he's like very supportive of whatever Chris is saying and doing. And I was like, yeah, I think he was nervous. And he's like, no, 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 comedians, it's live. I said, yeah, but it you could feel like it meant something to him that he was finally about to do this in front of everybody and it have was a set. You could, you could, yeah. he, he, it was like almost vibrating off of him. Like he was like, he was keyed up. And right. the thing, I want to go back to what you said about it only being a year. It's only been a year, but it's also been 40. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. been 40 years of him having to deal with this. And I think I said it in the text, like when, when we, when we juxtapose this with the thing that happened with, with uh, Michael B. Jordan earlier, mm-hmm. people understood that. Right? right. So, but the thing, the difference between Michael B. Jordan's bullies and Chris Rock's bully is that Chris Rock, or no, Michael B. Jordan knows for facts and snacks that he turned out better than his bullies. Right. Like he is out here winning. So he could be like, yeah, I was that corny kid, right? Like he can do right. that because he's got that, he's, the, the, the persona he's developed for himself is like this sexiest man alive. All yeah. the girls want him, like da, da, da. He won, but I don't think Chris Rock feels like he's beat his bullies. I feel like right. something like this still happening to him. He's rich. He's famous. He's been famous for a really long time. He thought people loved him. Mm-hmm. And something like this, some high school shit happened to him and he's still not getting support. That's yeah. fucking with well, their also, head. It's just I'll, going to. Well, also, it's, it's not even just not getting support, right? It's he watched the people support the dude that hit him. Mm-hmm. Like he watched that dude get comforted by black hollywood during the show mm-hmm. during commercial breaks he watched um uh the man win an oscar and give a speech and people applaud him after an hour an hour after he slapped this dude Standing um, yeah he you know he watched i mean shit if he has any indication of what's happening on social media he watched a lot of people who are against violence and for prison abolition say he deserves to be slapped and worse shit should have happened to him and all this stuff so i'm sure that he also I was just going to say, I'm sure that mentally it's been rough and he's low key held it in except for his job, which is stand up. He only has been talking about it for his job. I don't know if he's been doing therapy or not, but it seems like this was pent up and that's why it came out that way, too. Yeah. Uh, somebody in the chat said that he he stepped on a lot of jokes. Like I mm. noticed that, that there were jokes that he was kind of like could have landed harder if yeah. he hadn't have kind of rush towards it because I think he was trying to get to the end. Me too. But what I also think that people aren't I mean, I don't know if they are or they're not, but like he also watched his friends get beaten up for yeah. defending him or feeling bad for him. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. that can you imagine what that mm-hmm. feels like? Not not only are people like fuck you, but fuck anybody who says they like you. Yeah, and that includes right. your friends of 40 w- years. Wanda Sykes. Your own fucking brother. Wanda Sykes couldn't say Wanda Sykes couldn't say seeing her friend and mentor get hit on stage at the Oscars was traumatic to her people Mm -hmm. people were trying to like fucking cancel Wanda Sykes for saying that because they've made their own reality it just exists only on Twitter it's not real I knew it wasn't real when my mom called me the next day and she was basically upset about Will Smith and that's when it kicked in was like Oh yeah, Twitter's not real. What the fuck was I thinking? 
Mm-hmm. That was crazy, right? That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like, yeah, you know, it's, yeah. it's ridiculous that he did that. And it's, it's in this environment where you're getting celebrated and, you know, where black people are trying to be together and shit. And like, you know that that's the job of the people on stage. They picked on everybody in the fucking crowd. Like she was, she was so on point and that snapped me back to reality. And I haven't looked at it the same since I've been like, yeah, Will was wrong. Um, you don't have to like the joke, uh, which was not a joke about alopecia, even though I've seen people turn it into a joke about alopecia. That was not what happened. It was, he did not know she had alopecia. Um, and it was a he joke. He knew she was bald. Yeah. Was an observational comic. He right. observed bald and it was a bad joke. It was right. a, it was a dated joke. But it wasn't. To me, it's no different than, you know, because he's vamping. Obviously, they didn't have anything in the script at the time. And he wasn't hosting. He was just a presenter. And they just be in your ear like, hey, we need 30 seconds. And so he's a comedian. They expect him to be able to do that shit. Um, Now, I'm not saying, like, there could have been a bunch of subliminal subconscious shit going on. I'm I'm not in that nigga's head like that. But But to make it seem like this nigga walked on stage and, like, pointed at her head and said you got alopecia bitch that's that's the what it has become on twitter and it's just <laughs> it was not that it was not that um, it was not that at all and also i think uh the the and and for me on the outside looking in people act like this slap did not happen on the world stage like everybody in their mama scene oh, all these niggas get mad when you got slapped it was in your neighborhood in your backyard yeah. and depending on your age prior to the internet yeah your get so, over your get over it was okay because you were allowed to get over it this nigga ain't correct. gonna be even after this special, he won't be allowed to get over it. We're going to be asking no. him about this slap for the rest of his fucking life. Yeah. Right, 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 because it's one of those things where people people underestimate, and I know we all do it because, I, you know, they're funny to me. The memes, the the gifts, like all yeah. that shit, will, is, they're out there, y'all. And guess yeah. what? When you got smacked, guess what? Ain't no gifts about you. Ain't no memes about you. Yeah. Can't nobody consistently pull that up. Yeah. Every time you go on your job interview, don't nobody be like, eh, what about that slap? Right. You know, you were allowed to process it. You were allowed to get over it. You yeah. were allowed to to go through the the, the proper shit. Yeah. And, and you know, he deserves the same right. One more thing. Even to, then, oh, go ahead. You go, Bossy. Well, just real quick. Even then, how many times has something gone down on the on the timeline and somebody has a screenshot of 2010 <laughs> when that person remember when you said this to yeah, me this like year. you were holding on to that for 14 years so <laughs> why can't this man say some shit a year after some he gets slapped well it's, it's on funny right television same, in front of the world same people talking about taking the low road and being petty talking about how he's not over it it just depends on what side you want to be on it determines people's morals but what i was going to say also that i uh, had to suck for chris rock everybody like will smith <laughs> So, like, even the people that are, quote, unquote, on his side are on Will's side, too. There's been a lot of, like, taking a picture with Chris Rock, like, hey, I love this brother. And then, like, two weeks later, you see him in a picture with Will Smith, like, love this brother. Hope these brothers can work it out. Because don't nobody really want to throw Will in the trash. And another thing I thought was funny, too, I talked about how people dogged out Jada, many of them being the same people that hate her now, you know, that love her now, who, who need to defend her against Chris Rock. You know who else they dogged out? Will Smith. We talked about it on the show. Oh, yeah. Re- remember the whole black aunt, darkest, dark skin Aunt Viv shit? And they were throwing yes. him in the trash. He was never good. Da 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 da. And then suddenly he's protecting a black woman. 
you know I, that was so interesting to me to see like just the the short-term memory of people where they can't even you could probably literally go through people and search their tweets and see when they were calling this man a no account ain't shit ass nigga and, mm-hmm. and now they're like champion he believes in black he was just defending a black woman even with him saying that's not what happened and and with jada being like i didn't want that we're still he right. was just a champion so um all right now we let's talk about the special well can i ask oh, you a mm-hmm. question real quick though mm-hmm. just did did that did that change how you saw will smith the slap not in a, like a fuck that nigga forever but just like did it did it change yes. something in how you saw him yeah yeah because i never read the book um and it just it didn't i don't want to say it changed how i saw him i want to say and, I, and i'm sure it's a nightmare for him but it made me think it, he's a nigga from philly that's mm-hmm. that's what it made me think was it's something that i had stopped thinking I had started thinking Will Smith was from Hollywood. That's that's like how complete the image of Will Smith was. He just descended from the Hollywood mountain to make a movie and then went back up to the top of the mountain and he would come down two to three times a year and 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 just do Will Smith tears in a row, make me cry, and then go back up the mountain, right? And it, I said, oh, he's a real person. Because that's some real person shit. That's some like, I have trauma. I have been, and and it it started, everything made sense. The way that he's converted his trauma into talent, the way that his talent has been used to like kind of hide who he is afraid to be around everybody else. The way that he's needed to be loved and liked, you know, like the way that even the way that he um, is, uh, a good boy quote unquote when it comes to like the way that he deals with like women and stuff like that and um even the way he deals with jada i feel like is very much good boy stuff it's like mm-hmm. i want to be good i want you to see me as good and if that means sometimes you do stuff that other people would be like i wouldn't deal with that well i would because i'm a good person and i understand you and i when, when they said their relationship <laughs> would be forever even if it was bad i was like oh he's on some that's some other level like i need to be seen as good shit you know and so yeah yeah, i definitely it definitely made me look at him differently but not in the throw him in the trash way but i'm not a throw him in the trash kind of person like most like a lot of people and 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 same i'm not a throw him in the trash type person and i did do the book and so for me, what I've realized is this, and I and this year, kind of this year, into last year, I actually went to therapy. Mm-hmm. And so for the first time. And so for me, listening to the book and hearing about all, all that stuff and seeing that, like Roger said, I'm not a throw them, in the, throw them away person either. But people have the wrong interpretation of therapy. Therapy is a continuation. Not I went to mm-hmm. a session, I solved the problem, the problem is over, nothing will ever trigger me, nothing will ever make me feel right. bad again. Th- these things, it is quote unquote the end. You you are always uh, something in progress. Yeah, you go, to, you go to therapy so you won't slap a nigga. That's really what that's Correct. about. Yeah. It's, Correct. It's not yeah. so you won't feel triggered or so everybody in the world is going to adapt to your trick. That's not even possible or... It's, it's how you handle things. Right. Right, because I think Bossy may have said this, and once you said this, it stuck with me. 
you were saying that the world will not adapt to you. <laughs> you have got to have the tools and learn how to adapt to the world. The world is not going to change. Yeah. It's not going to coddle yeah. you. It's it's not going to yeah. pat you on the back and 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 support your bullshit. Yeah. You have got to be accountable oh, and responsible for oh your own actions. Oh my god, action. this is what you just made me realize, Karen. Yeah. You know what? You yeah. know what it is. These people support Will slapping Chris because it is how they approach other people's stand up. Yes. This is how they they want this. Like and it's been happening for years where they've been taking stand up out of context, acting like it's a fucking TED talk, like it's real, like it's no jokes, and they always kind of have this wish casting of like these people should be punished for having funny thoughts because nothing is funny ever unless I decide so. And you know what? They they transpose themselves on the will. Will doesn't even want this. But they have transposed themselves on the on the on the him. And I there's something to that. I haven't fully you just made me think of it. So I don't have it fully fleshed out yet. But there is something there in that it's it is he was our symbol of hope of we are hurting comedians because they hurt our feelings because our trauma is more important than their art. Our trauma is more important than their trauma. They use their trauma to do art, but you know what supersede that the world should change due to my trauma. So he should know that will is traumatized by someone talking about his wife. And even if you don't know about the alopecia stuff, you should never even make a joke on anybody in the audience because uh, what if they have a hidden trauma like I do and they just need to attack your ass and they should be justified in attacking you they're right there should be no punishments everyone should support them attacking because that is how they attack comedy it has been that way for literally uh since Twitter began they take stand up and they're like if you don't if you look at it in the context of it's not a joke let me tell you why (laughs) let me tell you why this person deserves to be hurt and, and, and it doesn't make any sense. And I remember Bossy saying that. I don't remember if it was on a regular show or, or this too much. Yeah. And when she said that's Oh, did I lose Kim? Oh, there she is. Go ahead. And it made me view things very differently mm-hmm. from that perspective. And I was like, that makes sense. And if more people looked at it like that, they would be aware and they oh. would actually critically think about their actions. Right. Yeah. Before they do things. But that's that's also part of it, too, because like uh, I was talking about earlier, I was talking about um, well this, this whole week. I, I was mm-hmm. talking about the anxiety to depression pipeline because I, I went from like high anxiety to like this depression over the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. And I was talking about the fact that um, this is my condition. You know what I mean? This is this is a permanent condition for me. What changes is how I approach it. What changes is me saying, oh, this is what happened. I was high anxiety for this reason. It has a name. And of course, because this is what usually happens, the next thing happens. So Mm. I need to tell somebody. I need to call my doctor. I need to figure out if my meds are a problem. I need to lay low for a little bit. I need to cancel. Like all these different things that I do now because of the mindfulness training that I have. Right. Mindfulness training doesn't mean that I'm I'm cured now. Right. And I think that a lot of people don't ever approach their quote unquote traumas. And I say quote unquote traumas because it, it runs the gamut. Mm-hmm. It, it, your mom yelled at you when you were six or you were abused. Like though everybody treats them all on the same scale. And yes, I think that do. there's a disservice to both parts of that yes. because it makes it seem as though it is impossible to heal 
And the fact, and I think that that's one of the biggest problems I have with Twitter is that healing is not part of the conversation. Right. Mm -hmm. Wellness is not part of the conversation. Um, what happens after you stated the trauma? You've mm -hmm. told me countless times what your trauma is, but you've never told me what happens next. What have right. you done since then? What is what is the next step? How are you going to go through life with this? Because you can't stay on Twitter controlling how everybody responds to you. Yep. Because that's not how it, that's not how it works. That's why that's why they 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 do that on Twitter. They try to apply it into real life and they come running back to Twitter about yep. how abusive their boss is because they didn't let them not show up for work for two months without calling in. Right. And it's like, and people are like, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. They should understand. No, they shouldn't. You should figure out how to live in the fucking world. I'm sorry. Yes, but what's but a better, should. what's a better reality than one you create yourself, right? Like that, like it's gotta be alluring to them to come back to a place where you can say, Chris Rock was never funny and then a bunch of people chime in and go yeah and then because real world you couldn't go into a room full of people and say that and have them go yeah you're gonna have a bunch of people be like the fuck you talking about so yeah, let me yeah. run back to Twitter you know and that's that way right. for a lot of shit not just this the stand up special I, but I do want to get into the special a little bit Oh yeah. Okay, um, I'm about to, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, I'm about to say, one more, one more thing before we get into okay. it. He's making me think about uh, Abasi how and for the people that actually talk about the healing part of it, because you do have a, a subsection of those people that talk about it, they don't mean it. Because mm. when people do it offline, like like they actually heal, they actually do all of the work offline, then they demand that they see it. Yeah, and they absolutely. act like if I didn't see it, if you didn't post, tweet, Facebook, Instagram, right. or TikTok it, it didn't exist. Well, that's because it's content. Correct. Right? So yeah. they, they want the so content. So you don't mean it. They want healing content. They want, it's you know, it's the people that are like, I miss Megan Thee Stallion. I'm like, you don't miss her. You miss content. Yeah. Because if someone told you being online is literally making me depressed. I have to get offline because niggas are harassing me and saying I deserve to be shot and then I'm lying. And so the person goes offline and your first thought is I miss seeing her twerk. Then you don't really, that's not really missing a person. That's missing a con some content. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you're, you're missing the, the, the ability to consume a human being. Yes. Endlessly. Yes. And, and call it support, but just real quick. And then we'll get into the special. I swear. Um, one of the things like it, it didn't change my opinion of Will, but mm -hmm. it confirmed something that I had wondered. Ever since he started like being on social media, I was like, this nigga, toxic positivity. Like, yes. there's something really unsettling about the method in which he chooses to be a positive person. Yeah. It doesn't feel authentic. And then when he started talking about his book and, and his life, I was like, oh, there it is. Yeah. That's, that, that's, that's where it is. So for me, it just confirmed what I was worried about, not worried about, but what I, I, I sort of picked up on before, right. where it's like, this is not a, you're not healing. These are all platitudes. These are all like learning how to circumvent feelings mm -hmm. by pretending you don't feel them or pretending you feel something higher. Like that whole, well, I learned that our relationship, I don't have to be happy in it or making you happy because I'm not put up like what are you talking about? Like yeah. you, you, you low key kinda mm -hmm. you you kinda don't want your spouse to be unhappy. Like right. that's normal. That's okay to feel like you don't want them to be unhappy. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, he. I do feel like, yeah, it's something about his content online has always felt a little, like, clean, almost. But even from the days when he was rapping and he didn't curse, like, I just always felt like, you know, he's had to be a character for us. Cause, cause he, I think he was a little bit afraid of what the real him, with how it would be received, and I mean, it's a gamble that paid off. To be honest, it's hard to argue yeah. against it because the nigga is so goddamn rich and famous. But um, at the same time, like, even I think even he recognizes he don't want support for him doing some foul shit like that, and people offering that support. It's not about him; it's about them. Um, so with this special. First thing I'll say is uh, I love this commentary about the whole, like, attention is the new, like, currency and stuff. I thought that was really dope. Um, I think (laughs) uh, his joke about abortion was so fucking scary. I didn't know where he was taking it. I was scared. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, that shit, I thought, because, you know, he's been doing some shows with Chappelle and shit. I said, yo, please don't let this nigga Chappelle rub off on Chris Rock to the point where like he's trying to get canceled quote unquote and he's doing the cancel culture bit and he didn't to be fair like I'm glad he didn't but like um the joke was so masterful with the abortion joke the way that he did the like I want I think you are killing I think you are killing a baby and I think you should be able to kill a baby and people like he lost the audience and I said oh shit <laughs> i mean this is live bro if you because i yeah. we all know the will smith part is coming so i'm like yeah. this is live if you lose the audience halfway through you can't land the plane because everyone needs to be on your side for the last bit and if they stopped liking you 20 minutes in it's yeah. gonna be an awkward last segment <laughs> but um the way he got them back with the light yeah and i think you should be able to kill a baby and i'm not talking about abortion i'm talking about up till four years old i'm not talking first trimester i'm talking about first semester oh my god i'm talking i was giggling throughout this whole thing like i was like he was that was such a good joke and again this is what i was talking about where it's like people are like oh he must be hanging out with joe rogan and i was like what yeah what, they, they trip possibly it. and then i was like yeah. this is these are the jokes that they think are like these are actual jokes yeah and the thing that's so masterful to me about the um about the special and i really wish it wasn't live i'll be honest with you i wish yeah. it wasn't live mm. because i wanted him to like hit some of these things a bit because there were a lot of like the repetition the uh yeah. that, that was missed um the callbacks yeah. oh my god the yeah. callbacks were so fucking good. Yeah, the the I don't need beef with another rapper thing was good. Yes, so good. Catch like, that! Oh, that was so good. The uh, the I did the uh, just the tag to the joke that was um <laughs> the tag to the joke about the kids where he's like finish watching Stranger Things, but then we gotta go to the clinic. <laughs> so dark was so funny. Um, I was worried also when he started getting into like. The OJ stuff, just because I know I knew people were gonna hate on it because he's talked about it in almost every stand up. He's just fascinated by the OJ trial, and I was like, these niggas gonna hate this. Um, and then when he got into the um, the um, Caitlyn Jenner stuff, I was like, oh, where's this going? But he actually landed that well too. Like it was, and and the thing is, so this is the point uh, I wanted to make too early. I forgot to say it, but I love black people. I love old black men too. And by saying I love them, I don't mean like 
they're perfect. I excuse everything they do or da-da-da-da-da. I'm just saying, like, there's a certain type of love for an old nigga that, and old black women, too, to be honest with you, where I know them, they in my family, they ain't going to make it to the full progressive shit that we say on Twitter and on this mm-hmm. podcast. Yeah. But and they, they got good them. hearts and they will make it close enough. And I mean close right. enough as in like, like, like I'll be like, I am pro marriage equality. And my uncle will be like, I don't care if two dudes want to get married. And I'm like, you know what? Close enough for you. You yes. ain't, you ain't <laughs> yeah. gonna, you ain't gonna make it over to this other hill, but you might not get the right words and the right language you know but 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 i i have an affection for you because one you're keeping it real but then two you're on the right side you're just not as far along the right side as i am and i'm sure there's some nigga that's even more i'm gonna be an old nigga one day where somebody's more progressive than me and i ain't gonna truly understand it and i'm gonna be like well shit if you say so and that's as close as they're gonna get from me because i'm not gonna be able to truly get there yeah exactly and now i'm like all right <laughs> yeah so like, right, I, I, I guess so so like when he's i'm not gonna fight you <laughs> when like, he, when not, he, not gonna stand in your way at all well he ended the joke and said nigga that woman is your daddy i was like i was like bro so like it was just so funny and ridiculous um and and obviously for jokes i love the stuff about his daughter lola oh and the, the the call the call back with her biting yes oh. uh, and what did you think about he because I, I believed him when he was like mm-hmm. i mean i know he's worked it out but when he said i never told them this story she is hearing that i got her kicked out of school to teach her a lesson for the first time ever with y'all tonight i was like <laughs> yo i was like are, are, is he joking but he was de- he, he looked dead in the camera and was like i am you're finding this like he was <laughs> he was fucking serious but even then like it was like that's so that's so black dad that's so yeah. black dad that i i raised y'all without enough grit and i need to figure out how to change that yeah that was so legit he said i might be rich but i identify as poor and and, yeah. oh. and that was like <laughs> that was the most like uh, poor nigga shit i've ever heard where he was like he got his daughter kicked out of his expensive school to teach her a lesson even though no. he, he knew not to, to like even though he low-key didn't want to do it you know what i'm saying but like her being so unrepentant yes yeah, when he said she was giggling with her with her white friends because like, so like because like it made it made so much sense because he because i'm like because you see this all the time but no one really articulates it like this on stage but it's like my job is to make sure this child grows up to be the kind of child i fucking hated you know like like i would be less than a good dad because he was like no i'm he said you know rich people black people get rich and they be like i want my kid to struggle he's like not me no i want my kid to do great but the consequences of them doing great is the spoiled entitlement that comes with that and the way he addressed it it was just so funny and it's that that like that refrain of like touche nigga touche (laughs) like you you know what also (laughs) that joke to me was like the natural progression of his keep your daughter off the pole. Yes, yeah. Like that. That's the natural progression of 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 all those jokes that he's told before. Yes. And I feel like a lot of the jokes in the special, I could link to 
older stand up and this is the logical progression for so somebody So are you saying like, are, are you saying if Mary J Blige is singing a sad song in 2023 mm-hmm. it's probably a progression of the fact she's been singing sad songs for 30 years is that what you're saying bossy and I'm going to be here for it hmm interesting no I feel like people don't typically ever change ever <laughs> So I don't know if that's what like it was I'm so thinking. like I saw people using that like it was some sort of incriminating evidence. I was like, uh, so you mean every stand-up special from any comedian has been in the game? Ain't nobody ever dropped a stand-up special that had no relationship to other material. We're only right. following their thought process. They they didn't yeah. become a new person. Honestly, don't even know what that would look like if a motherfucker came out with a stand-up special and it was like, I got all different views and opinions. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Give me my money like, back. Okay, where's this ride gonna go? Yeah, like it, it, it anyway. But yeah, uh, that 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 bit the uh, Robert the thing Cad- with his mom. Oh the thing yes. With his mom. Oh my god, I'd heard that story before. I think he told it on Deces and Marrow. Mm-hmm. I think he told it on something like the thing about yeah. his his mom and the dentist. But making it go full circle about her. Oh my god, am I getting emotional? What the fuck? But making it go full circle about her going to Paris and yeah. and like sitting with her granddaughter yeah like that that was beautiful yeah that was beautiful. and that that's something he was able to make happen because he loves black women um also uh i thought it was so funny the joke about the kardashians and how because uh <laughs> because he got oj off god cursed him i had to that's when i messaged you that's when i was like no fuck everybody this shit is funny that's when i messaged you because i was like this is fucking inspired it was so good he took a joke that we all make yeah. and then he just like fine-tuned it like, yeah he made it oh, oh it was so good and he was like and not just he said he said not just any niggas he was like crazy <laughs> basketball play, basketball niggas with drug habits like it was so good oh no oh my god man like honestly god in real time just watching twitter be mad i was just like i don't even i can't I, how do you even go here oh my god um and then of course like get into like the will smith stuff um oh no before that megan markle stuff so I think he roasted. I, yeah, I think he roasted the shit out of the first family, whatever the fuck they're called over there, the royal family. Royal family. <laughs> this, by the way, this is why I will forever be on Meghan Markle's side. I know it's probably unfair because I'm using completely my anecdotal upbringing and shit. I mm-hmm. do not care and did not know shit about the royal family growing up. I'm sorry, come on, but it and wasn't it wasn't a thing in my house. I'm not. I'm yeah. from. I'm black American. We have no connection to them. Our city is named Charlotte. I didn't even know there was a Queen Charlotte until high school or some shit. Like I, I, I didn't know it until we took one of them bus tours, and yeah. they was like, "Yeah." I was like, "Oh, and that's I'm, why we named Charlotte." And I'm not even know. knocking y'all. Like, if you grew up into that shit, I remember when Tupac died and Biggie died, and I and I also remember Princess died died. But I was at an HBCU. It, people was crying for Tupac and Biggie. It just wasn't like yeah. that for Princess Di where I was at. So I'm going to always end up kind of being on her side because her main conceit is I didn't know it was this bad. And guess what, sis? 
I didn't either. I didn't. I'm gonna be real. Like you should have known. But but bitch, how do I know? I'm not raised in this. This this is not America. Y'all know we're narcissists over here. We don't care about the rest of the world. But Chris, that's true. Chris found Chris found the humor in it though, which is even if you didn't know, you could have known. And, yeah. and that's where it was yeah. funny. Like you could have Googled these niggas and read their raps and found out it's pretty bad. <laughs> and I'm, here's the thing. I'm, I'm, I'm pro the sexes, sex, sexes or whatever the mm-hmm. names are. I'm pro Harry and Megan, but I also call bullshit on her, not Googling him when she met him, mm-hmm. a whole prince of, of, of not even like a prince of like some like tiny country between right. Norway and Finland, but like, the UK, right? Like you, you, you googled, but that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't like, I didn't like how he entered the joke, yeah. But I, lo- I liked where he ended up. I, I yeah. thought, I thought the way that he roasted the royal family that was um, good. Yeah, he, he just, he just needed her as an entrance. Honestly, yeah. he just needed her to enter the joke because he can't just be talking. To him like, right. You know I forget what the refrain was, but I remember it being kind of fucked up and targeting her, like. You know, like bitch, you didn't look it up or something. Whatever it was, you just because yeah, you know he's I didn't, I didn't love that, but I yeah. did think that the that the royal family jokes were very, very funny <laughs> and, and very. And the dating an older woman versus dating a younger woman was uh, also a progression of things he said in the past. But goddamn, that was funny. Um, like, and you know what's so crazy is like y'all are telling me because he's is misogynistic, y'all aren't laughing. Y'all didn't think new pussy was great and classic on um. Bigger and blacker, nigga. I everyone I knew knew that bit by heart. That like new pussy can't cook, you know. Like everyone I knew was like, that's the truth. That's why you don't cheat because you you gonna get with new pussy and find out your wife. You should have stayed with your wife. And so he's still making those old school type of jokes. I never heard. I honestly did not know people thought that wasn't funny anymore. It's still funny to me. I was laughing like shit at you get a a young woman, you get a pair of shoes and she'll model the shoes for you. It's like you get a you get an older woman. She needs you to help uh, put replace the roof on her house. <laughs> the demands are different. You <laughs> see, you need yeah. to help fix her car and it's always a nice car, but the wrong model. <laughs> the only the only thing that made me a little uncomfortable because he told that joke right after the stuff about his daughter. Yeah. So when he was like, you like my shoes, daddy? I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Oh, it's yeah, too, I can see that. too close yeah. together. Yeah. Too close together. But <sighs> outside of that, I, 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 the thing is, again, he approached he approached the young woman, older man thing in yeah. a way that made sense. Like, yeah. all these other comedians have tried these jokes, I yeah, feel. Yeah, it don't work and for he, everybody. They don't work. And they, he figured out a way to make them work. His whole, like... We could hold. We I'll eat uh, somebody ass tonight, but I won't hold their hand because <laughs> holding hands is too intimate. <laughs> so, yes, yes. He's like, I can't remember like everybody I slept with, but I remember every woman whose hand I held. Yeah, and like I think the other part is. So this is a part that just social media fundamentally does not accept or understand about stand up comedy. And this is just how comedians are built. And I don't give a fuck who you like. They're all this way. They don't have fun or feel like they did the job unless they pull right up to the line. Mm -hmm. And that's what Chris was doing with these bits. He pulls right up to the line of where you're going to jump off. And then he reels you back in with like, oh, this is more of a joke about him. Or this is more of a joke about how silly this is. 
um that's what the abortion joke was that's what the older woman versus a young woman was um even the Meghan markle thing he definitely wants you to feel like a protective like hey this nigga talking about Meghan mark why are you doing it? and then pull you back in with oh he's roasting the royal family of course they're racist and they're like the harlem globetrotters of racism they're the worst you know so yeah. um i thought i thought he the killed that with- oh go ahead i'm sorry go ahead. Oh, oh no! I was just saying the the thing with uh, him having paid off more loans than Biden. I thought that was that was hilarious. Um, I do have a question though. Yeah, yeah. And all the things that I've said previously before we start talking about that, I feel like it could be on side with Draymond Green. Like, do they have a history? Are they friends? Like, there. If if Draymond like hauled up and slapped him, I'd be like. Mm-hmm. why mm-hmm. did you do that <laughs> like, you know what i mean like not on television all the other stuff still applies but i was like are y'all friends i hope y'all friends or yeah something. i don't know and like this because he kept going to step he was like steph curry versus draymond green and he went to draymond green example again and how hard the kid's life is gonna be i think he was just like <laughs> and then how dirty his pillows were like come on like what, what was happening there? yeah he's he was like he said something like if draymond green snuck up behind he sneak up on everybody <laughs> like yeah it was out of nowhere i don't know i don't know hopefully draymond laughs at it because uh draymond talks way too much shit about other people to be out here getting offended to be in my opinion um i hope yeah i hope so because yeah that was like i was like what is happening stop doing that yeah um and then of course i think we covered most of the special the um the will smith stuff so the will smith stuff uh, the only thing I'll say is because he waited a year uh, to do it, other people have done so much of this material that very little of it was new. I think the 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 tease of it is that he was finally doing it because I've heard almost every one of those versions yeah. of those jokes before from the whole like, <clears throat> you know, Will Smith's a bitch. Will Smith. And, and uh, actually... I love the way he did the Will Smith is a bitch bit, bit. He never says it. He's always like, people were saying Will Smith's a bitch. Charlemagne called him a bitch. So it's kind of a bitch. And after, after like eight bitches, you're like, yo, he's calling Will Smith a bitch. <laughs> like he ain't saying it, but he kind of saying it. Um, and then at one point, um, he calls Jada a bitch. Now, whether it's offhanded on purpose, it doesn't really matter. I think that joint kind of was like, Ugh, like that felt a little like man it that, really I wasn't guess. on her it that wasn't was, on I her guess. yeah um and i think that's where that anger comes from because he he's still mad that like she uh didn't want him to host the oscars because will didn't get nominated for concussion which is a real thing which we talked about yeah. when this first thing popped off and he roasted her at the Oscars for that. And I remember being like, I didn't like it then, to be honest. I watched that and was like, well, I think you're just out of pocket right now. Like, <clears throat> this room full of white people laughing at this, even though it is silly and very selfish <laughs> and, like, transparently so, you know? <laughs> like, I get that it is funny. I'm not telling you it's not. But, like, the optics of it definitely made me feel a way not to get all respectability, but I was like, ah, oh, God, man, this, I wish he didn't do this. And, and, and especially after anticipating him like roasting the Oscars, which is what everyone thought was going to happen. Him yeah. spending some time roasting her more than the being with vitriol more than the Oscars. He lost me there. And so <clears throat> he clearly was really mad about that in general. Um, and so 
using that to be like you know this bitch and he only did it once but it just felt like it felt different than him doing the will smith bitch stuff or you know even it felt even different than him pointing out like she slept with her son's friend and all that like it was it just felt like he was still mad and i think my general conceit with the special is he is still so obsessed with not being seen as weak yeah. that he turned this special into like I think there's a I think there's a better special here that could have been had if he could have dealt with the fact that I want to be vulnerable to y'all a little bit and say like I was hurt I was hurt by my I- friends picking trying to pick both sides I was hurt at people saying I hate my people and that I hate black women I was hurt that people thought I knew she had alopecia when I clearly fucking didn't. I, you yeah. know, like I wanted. I, I was think, hurt that people think I'm so pathetic that it's because yes. she turned me down. Yes. 20 years ago. I would have loved I, to I hear think, that because I think the vulnerability allows him even more of an outlet at the end and people are more on your side. But because he was so obsessed with like, I ate that punch like Pacquiao because I'm not a victim. These other people are victims. They go on mm-hmm. Oprah and they do this. I'm like, bro, you're on a stage in 129 countries live getting attention that you claim everybody wants. And you're, and now you're telling us your story. This is, a, it's okay that, that this happened and you didn't deserve it. You weren't wrong for it. There's no wrong way to handle it. Okay. You know? Okay. This is why we're friends, Rod, because right. towards the end, even with the, even though I gasped with the bitch, I wondered if he meant to say that. I wondered too. if yeah. it was just like he just seemed like adrenaline, like he just yeah. seemed like really keyed up. Like this is the part, this is the part where I get to prove that I'm, you know, whatever, whatever. And he just seemed like when he fumbled the joke, yeah. I was like, oh fuck, because mm-hmm. I knew then that this part was more difficult for him than the rest of the parts, and I wondered how it was going to come off. I yeah. still think he did a good job and he landed it right well for that moment um but i think that i think that there's something to be i think that it would be difficult for him right now to be vulnerable when people are still on the attack when it comes to him Mm -hmm. and i think that he's he's he was talking to us Mm -hmm. Like you don't, you, you can think I'm whatever, but I'm this, even though Mm -hmm. I'm not fully convinced that I feel this way about myself. I think that that when he was starting on the whole, like I'm little (laughs) and (laughs) like all of that, I thought that was really good. And I thought that he was going to like lead more into like, and I've been little my whole life or, or or something like that. Yeah. You can, Um, but I think that you can only really do it if you're, if you've dealt with it mentally right like like i wanted him to do something that i'm not sure he's even ready or capable of doing right now so So i don't want to say it like i'm rewriting his stand-up special i feel like there's just a better special a year from now and two years from now three because to me it felt a little bit like a lie this whole like and i've been unaffected by this thing it hurt me physically but that's it like you know (laughs) when he said he had yeah, uh, he had summertime ringing in his head. He's like, "Drum, please!" <laughs> yeah. Like, like oh, that's God. very, that's very funny. You know, I, I think he should have said eardrums, please. But that's very funny, and and he, and, but I wanted him to actually say how he really felt. And I think, but did you, 
Did you see moments? I saw, I saw, I wonder if there were two versions mm -hmm. and he just kept deferring just based on adrenaline or based on like just still not being ready. He deferred to the other yeah. jokes because yeah. there were a couple of times when he was talking about how much he loved Will Smith mm -hmm. and how much he looked up to him and all this stuff. I was yeah, like, there's a, there's a, there's a right that he could take where it mm -hmm. leads into that, but he went left. Yeah. Or, and I do, whatever. like, I don't think there's necessarily versions of it. Like, I know he's been working stuff out on, on stage, but I don't, just from the stuff I've heard, I don't think he's gotten to the, that part. And a lot of his support has been very toxic support. Like it's been a lot of like Jada, that's cause that bald bitch, Jada Pinkett Smith. It's been a lot of stuff yes. that he, I don't even think he would necessarily say, um, yeah. but people have been saying it like on his behalf. And I think a similar thing happened with Kevin Hart and his stand up when mm -hmm. he lost that uh, Oscars thing or whatever. And and then people, the people that had his back went further than he goes. Like he doesn't do those type of jokes, but you on stage saying like super wild shit, you know what I'm saying? Like on his behalf. And I do wonder if that environment is one where he, he you know what? Chris, Will Smith TM, he's Chris Rock TM to a lot of people. And I mm -hmm. feel like he felt a pressure and it's all projection on my part, but it felt like there was a pressure there to be Chris Rock TM. I'm a, I'm bigger. I'm above it. I'm making jokes right. about it. It doesn't hurt me at all. I'm not really mm -hmm. truly affected. And I, and to me, there's a falsehood there to where I'm like, ah, mm -hmm. uh, this Don't isn't, the, yeah, this isn't the special that was, would have been a game changer for me. It's still good. Don't get me wrong. I laugh like shit, but this isn't yeah. like one of those moments where I'm like, yo, Chris uses, art to transcend everything he saw he grasped this this picture that no one else could see but from his perspective he gave us some shit that no one else could do because most of the jokes in that segment were jokes i had heard just other people make about it and i was like okay that's where he's at right now and yeah. um and i think the final joke didn't land the way he probably wanted it to land even though i can i've i've like i said I, and me and bossy i think we're on the same page there's a level of nerves I was feeling off of him that just, oh. it felt like he almost rushed to the end, but when he was like, because yeah. my parents told me not to fight in front of white people, he dropped the mic, and I was like, yeah, that, that bar is not going to hit the way you think it's going to hit. But do, you, but do you know what I think that was? I think that was the only way he felt that the moment he could respond to your coon mm. shit, or, or... Well, you know what he was responding to, Bossy? Why didn't you fight him? Because he's Why still fight him? he's yeah. still there. Yeah. He's still like like I said, he's still in his mind is thinking, Am I a bitch? Am I Did a I bitch? This man hit me and I watched every fucking man on the planet tell me how they would have whooped his ass. Yeah. So now I gotta explain. It felt more like let me explain to y'all <laughs> why yeah. what happened to let me. me One, that. I'm not a victim. And two, I, I why I didn't fight him back. And it's like uh, if that's what you went into this trying to prove, I feel like you still haven't gotten to the place that the the great art is born from, which is like a kind of yeah. introspection and, and, and acceptance of like what happened, what why it happened, and what is universal about it. Because you know what? Yeah. Everybody has been bitched out in public, guys. Everybody yeah. has been embarrassed by someone. Everybody's been bullied there's a universality to that that he could have reached yeah. 
that I think, you know, obviously the haters aside, they would never give concede anything. Yeah. But a lot of people would have been like, oh, okay, bro, yeah. I feel you. I think that I think that he. I think he's just outside of it's not your fault. Yes. I think he's he's just outside of that and he's not any further mm -hmm. than that. And I think that a lot of it was him reassuring mm -hmm. himself by 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 putting on, I'm not a victim, I didn't da-da-da-da. And it's not for us, it's for him. And I wish that he would have. Do you think it's possible for him to 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 do what you said later? Right. Or are people going to be like, fuck this nigga. Why are you still talking about it? Because right. I would like to, I think he would have to do it like uh, uh, Neil Brennan's three mics. It would have to mm -hmm. be like a whole thing about his life being bullied as opposed to like a stand up about other things. It would have to be specifically about that for him to be able to loop that in. And I think that does take a couple of years of, yeah. of, of, um, of therapy. And um, I also, there's something else I wanted to say about about I and okay I don't know how to say this but I'm just gonna say it if you take it wrong then you heard me wrong mm -hmm. um I heard a lot of good previous Dave Chappelle mm -hmm. in some of the the way that he approached it not the Dave Chappelle that that showed up the last couple of years but like the Dave Chappelle from before that level of um of um I don't even know how to put it, but like I just kept thinking about Dave a couple of times, um, especially towards the end. And mm -hmm. I don't know whether maybe this was born out of conversations with him because they spent a lot of time together or him attempting to process it mm -hmm. with his friend Dave. And this is some of the things that, that his friend Dave has said. Mm -hmm. But I just I heard some Dave in there. Old mm -hmm. Dave, not not yeah. current Dave. I heard some, I can see some, that. Some I think I think another thing though I will say stuck out to me because he came in so keyed up there are moments where it feels, it almost feels like a person doing a chris rock impression at moments <laughs> like with the walking and the like repeating like because his yeah. energy was so high like I, like it, yeah. i'm not telling y'all what to do but it just take five minutes if, if you really want to see what i'm talking about watch tambourine for like five or ten minutes then watch this special this felt like like i think he even made a joke at the front about like getting to town and looking for the cocaine dealer. I was like, cause he felt like he was on cocaine a little, like he was like. Yeah, that, that joke, I was like, <laughs> are we, are we, are we getting things here? I'm are like, yo, this is, I didn't know Chris Rock got down no, like that this. That came out of nowhere. Cause he was like coke. He doesn't, he doesn't have jokes about right. cocaine usage. It's not like, uh, like Mitch Hedberg or somebody. Right. Like, I, I, do, I does drugs. Is this Chris, is this Chris so Rock? Gotta, is this Chris Rock yeah. or Pookie? Like who is this for real? <laughs> like, what, what's happening and uh uh to uh, uh kind of jump in something and i will always say this and i will put like this like they say you go 10 toes down i'm gonna go 10 toes down for this a lot of people they jump up and say they would have uh hit him you ain't about that life because i'm telling you right now all y'all niggas will have criminal records and don't yeah. none of y'all want to be none of y'all want criminal records all y'all want to go gallivant you want your passports and and want to go around this this this, this country free mm -hmm. so for me i put my 10 toes down and go bitches you're lying well also because it's just easy that to, about that life have criminal records well it's also easy for people to say that because ain't ain't nobody gonna come slap them at the oscars like it's it's never gonna happen right. so of course you would have pulled out your gun and killed everybody in sight like sure superman 
Um, the other, the last thing I want to talk about is what do you think about the after show? Or did you even get to see the after show, Bossy? Is it still up? Like, how I does that? I didn't work? see any. No, I didn't see that. I just okay. saw the special. I didn't because I I knew people were talking about like something before and something after, and I yeah. and I didn't I didn't. I think they promoted it, went, it like, as like, like the next thing. I think they promoted it as something you could only see if you watch live. So the only thing I'll say I didn't oh, watch much so of the it's pre be on YouTube. Oh <laughs> uh, yes, eventually. Yeah, it's got to be someone got it somewhere. But uh, the only thing I'll say is the after show felt funny to me because it felt like when someone punches somebody and they fall down and then a bunch of bystanders jump the person <laughs> because it really turned into like a fuck will smith moment and i was like that's interesting because i know you fake ass niggas would never say this if will was there like y'all see will smith y'all will pretend that it's cool but it's like because chris finally said something you can now be like yeah you know yeah. um and because it was like it was dana carvey and um chris uh david spade who both they mostly just said nothing they 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 knew they were white and they didn't want to know they knew they lame yeah if anything they were pulling back on jokes like uh, i'm good um but arsenio hall was there lots of dunking on will well, that's um, why they were talking about arsenio i was so confused i don't know yeah. what was going on when people were talking about it yesterday yvonne orgy okay. was there Kareem Abdul-Jabbar was there and JB Smooth. Uh, the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar thing was funny because he has so much immense respect as a man of principle. None of his jokes landed because everyone was like, is it okay to laugh at this civil rights figure? <laughs> or should I bow and then exit the room? And JB Smooth was silly as shit and he sounded he sound like he was drunk. Um, and then Von Orgy was basically just avoiding problems. She had a couple of jokes, but it was like, I don't want to say anything too mad. And I know black Twitter is watching. So she tried mm -hmm. to get in a couple of like, you know, I did think, you know, he went hard on Meghan Markle. And I was like, yeah, she had to say something because, you know, and, and then, um, uh, the last, oh, and then Arsenio was just being messy. He should have been the host though. Cause he was, I think he was great as a host who was the host who was hosting spade and um spade and carvey really yeah they really i mean just, those are his boys they go way back so i guess but they really didn't I say guess. shit they just were there like they like literally every time a joke came up there was one point where david spade made one joke and it was like well stay tuned for next week they're gonna show gi jane 2 after this and then everybody in the crowd started getting tight like ooh, and he said what i went too far you know what i'm back out i'm back out i'm sorry everybody <laughs> like like the white people basically were just there to facilitate um so all right let's wrap this up can i just say uh -huh. can, can we because can I, I i told you i wanted to talk about this uh -huh. so i literally literally have alopecia literally yes. and i was just i was diagnosed right like the pandemic was march of 2020 mm -hmm. April, I was diagnosed because mm -hmm. a lot of shit was going on. I was in the hospital. A lot of shit was going on. So part of like the autoimmune disease that I have, alopecia is a symptom of that. So I've got alopecia. Mm -hmm. wow. um, it's a specific kind. So it's not like, um, like I still have my eyebrows and, and stuff like that and my right. eyelashes. It's like, I look like if I don't shave my head, mm -hmm. I, I'm giving George Jefferson. Like mm -hmm. there's like that, that, mm -hmm. um, so there's that. So when people started to make this joke about it being alopecia, I didn't I, I didn't see it. I didn't feel mm -hmm. it because Jada had gotten to the point where she was talking about it right. on national television and talking about it often. 
I'm not there yet. Like this is the mm. first time I've ever like spoken about it. I think I've tweeted like random things when I was looking for wigs and cause like somebody helped me. I don't know. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about wigs. Right. Um, so for me, the fact that she was able to speak about it the way that she did, not to say that it shouldn't hurt or didn't yeah. bother her, right. but when you get to that point, that joke doesn't hurt. Yeah. That joke isn't the thing that sets off your partner. So I didn't buy that immediately. Yeah. I didn't buy that. Well, you know, um, she, and and honestly, as a woman that can speak for herself, as we all fucking know, many of you want her to shut the fuck up. I've seen you say it. On a red as a woman that speaks for herself, she said that she didn't want Will doing that. That's good enough yeah. for me, dog. I don't need, yeah. like, y'all making her, her, making her supposed trauma about you is the weirdest fucking stand culture bullshit I've ever seen. Like, y'all don't even yeah. really go up for her like that. This is all about mm-hmm. you. So, yeah, it, it was Literally weird. weeks leading up, they were like, I, I will pay money never to hear yes. Jada Pinkett Smith say anything. Why do you keep talking? Yes. Every time the red table talk go on Facebook, I and I trying to find I got to see posts about niggas talking about bitch, shut up, shut the fuck up. Right. You your daughter, your grandma. We tired of y'all bitches. Like every single fucking time. Yeah. So. Oh, that was that was a that was funny though. When uh when 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 Rock was like, uh, we've all been cheated on, but we've never interviewed. Sat across from and been interviewed by the person that cheated on. So when I sucked that dick, how did it make you feel? That was so good. Like that was it. so good. I that was funny i think also also uh and i promise i'm gonna wrap it up but also that last 10 minutes is exactly why y'all never see me get mad that is exactly why because you see the way that this man had kept a tally and was like i'm finna eviscerate this nigga and i don't give a fuck what side you were on for that 10 minutes that room was on his side period Mm -hmm. Even when he said "bitch" with Jada Pink, they were laughing like, "Oh, he's going in." It wasn't a. Did you? See, yeah, there was it, a clip of a woman in the audience who was like, "Like she mm, was not upset. She was like, mm, yes, yeah. like." And that's yeah. I'm afraid of that because I actually don't want that kind of support. And I know when I've done it before, where I've gotten mad, and I'm, I, I say enough shit that's funny and entertaining enough, people are like, "Yes," and then I I regret it later. Like, what the fuck? What was? What is wrong with yeah. me? And so, yeah, uh, yeah. that that's a yeah. very yeah intoxicating but scary feel vibe and feel into that. And and I think we saw that in Chris. And I'll be interested to see what he thinks years from now. But uh, clearly, you know, in the in the immediacy of it, I'm sure he's he's fine. I do. I do wonder because again, because it all felt like such a, an adrenaline fueled, like ten minutes. I do wonder, like, when he got alone for the first time after that, if he just kind of like, yeah, uh, how he felt about it, how he feels about he it. Looked, I, I would. Love he looked kind of emotional to me at times, and he did. Yeah, yeah and because see, a I think I'm soft. I think I'm soft, so I'm noticing this stuff, and I don't yeah. want to say anything. But I thought he seemed emotional, even when mm-hmm. he dropped the mic at the end. Yeah, I thought he was gonna cry. Me too. I really too. did. Me I too. really thought he was gonna. And cry. I and I was sure he wouldn't cry, but only because he thinks that would make him look weak. That I was like, exactly. the one thing keeping this man from falling apart in front of us, which is it's such a crazy thing to say. If he fell apart in front of everybody, that's when they chill out and embrace him. 
Yeah. Which but is sad. Was, it's he, sad to say. But he did, though. Like, when he, when, when he dropped the mic and they, the camera followed him backstage, that was not a, I just killed it. Like, that, there was something else going on. That walk backstage and, and, and they were, like, demiking him or whatever it was they were doing. Like, it felt like something yeah, else. I, yeah, I guess what I'm saying, it, but to me, that's not falling apart. I, like, if he was, like, crying or something. Like, if he did an interview and he cried about it. You'd see people, a lot of people, not all of them, obviously, these hate group people are crazy. But you'd see a lot of people who felt a way be like, oh, that's right. He was just up there doing his job. <laughs> and he didn't ask for any of this. And uh, he's obviously been emotionally hurt by all the shit that happened since. But he he would never, I don't think he's ready to do some shit like that. Because he's fought his whole life to be seen as a man. Ever since he was little Chris Rock getting picked on. He's fought his whole life to get to this point, and bam, he got knocked down the stairs again, and this is how he's getting yeah. back to the top, you know? All right. And then and then it proved that everybody hates Chris to him. Like, mm-hmm. he, that title isn't, like, happenstance. Like, right. I mm-hmm. feel, yeah, I'm, I'm, one thing that uh think Pretty Smart said in the chat is mm-hmm. that um we're not supposed to know this much about celebrities, and we're not. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not, we're not supposed to know I think we're supposed to know towards the end of their celebrity when they write the book, then we know, but like in real time, we're not supposed to know all of this. And I think that, I think we're proving that we, we we shouldn't know this because of the way that we process it. Because for me, so much of, 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 of now is showing that anybody who has a little bit of fame or, or, or notoriety, positive or negative, whatever, whatever people have decided you are, is who you are. So no amount of vulnerability, no mm-hmm. amount of, of anything is going to change that. And I think that people need to make, and we talk about this too, Rod, like you need to make a decision how much you're going to reveal because mm-hmm. of how much you're comfortable with people twisting whatever it, was it is so, that you reveal. It, it's just funny because the promise of all this social media and, and interaction and it was supposed to work the opposite way. Mm-hmm. Like we were supposed to learn more about each other and see how much we were alike, and it's just not. Yeah. It just has not worked that way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it hasn't. I, I've yeah. always believed, like since I was since I learned the concept of like good versus evil, or mm-hmm. or at church when you know Sunday school, and they're like, uh, everybody's born in sin, and immediately I was like, that's not true. I feel like yeah. everybody is 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 good, and then things happen that kind of like alter you know, whatever level of goodness that they are. But I believe that people are, are ultimately good. This is what I, even believe. if a baby bites people, I don't know, Bossy, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but I think that, I think that, sorry, I don't mean to get too deep, but just mm-hmm. really quickly, what we've talked about, I think that part of the problem that I've been having with social media is being forced to think that people aren't good. Mm-hmm. And that I think is, I, I I don't know whether other people will admit that, but I yeah. think that that's a lot of the issues that we have in that in that place because the people who the people who were looked as outliers back in the day are running the show now. Yeah. So now the people who have like real empathy, not this like contrived hypervigilance right. or or saying that they're em- empathetic, selective empathy or whatever. Right. The people who are truly empathetic, the people who are truly compassionate, the people who are truly about progress and making the world better 
or wanting things to be better for people are struggling because the people who don't are the ones who are the loudest. Yeah. They seem to be multiplying because they're, they're pulling in people who don't seem to have like, um, I don't want to say a mind of their own, but they're yeah, kind of just going to, going on to get yeah, along. Yeah, right. And if the good people, quote unquote, start getting loud, then they switch over to that side too. Yeah. So, people want community and whoever's running the community, that's where they go. So if the community is, right. we all hate Chris Pratt, they're going to run to the, we, they're going to hate Chris Pratt too because they need to be with people. Um, you yeah. know, the average user on Twitter gets no one replying or liking their shit. So, you know, if, what if you could talk about something, though, and then people would like and retweet and, and do it, right? You do it. Well, what if that is the easiest yeah. way to do that is to be like, Chris Rock was never funny to me. And that's how you go full circle, guys. Um, all right. It, it, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Look, you got it. No, Paza, it, it is. And uh, Vice was making me think when you were saying how we don't know a lot about celebrities. I was uh, talking to Rod's mom and I was telling her that I know that I am a complete outlier on, and a lot of it, maybe because I'm older when it comes to social media, I have really gotten into audiobooks, and I have literally been going back and a bunch of famous people, comedians, singers, and I've been actually listening to like their audio books. I just finished uh, Trevor Noah. Um, and so, and, and this is like his first book. I don't know if he has a second one, but this is like his first book. And I was thinking, I was like, oh, he going to make another book after the day of the show. Like, yeah. it's definitely going to be another book eventually about, about his life. And so I was going back to a lot of the stuff in that book. I was literally hearing for the first time. And so uh, for me, that's how I'm used to consuming shit. I was like, I don't need to follow you. I don't need to Instagram you. I don't need to know what's happening every day in your life. Like if something big happens and people talk about it, I'm there. But yeah. I don't need to know these these uh, intimate uh, things and all yeah. these things that kind of happen in a normal day-to-day -day life. I just don't need to know it. Yeah. And so, yeah. and I guess that's why I don't have these big swings when is you do something that represents you and you have to agree with me and it's fuck I don't I don't deal yeah. with any of it's that. It's not I'm really like, celebrity. You can be a fucked up person and I can still enjoy what you do. There are great people that do fucked up shit, y'all, that we consume and enjoy. It's yeah. not really celebrities we know too much about. It's really each other, you know? We didn't need to know each other's every oh. thought. Oh, sorry, the, the, the R. Kelly, Michael Jackson joke? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah bars um all right y'all i gotta wrap it up i gotta get out of here oh, i've got yeah. some i got i'm working a lot of jobs everybody um make sure you check out bossy she actually wrote jobs. a book her book is called i'm telling the truth but i'm lying and it's available everywhere our uh, amazon barnes and noble books a million indie bound uh we'll be back with more shows uh throughout the week real quick if you follow mm -hmm. me if you follow me on twitter go look at my pinned tweet i'm trying to send these boys to barcelona in april so if you could donate that'd be great thanks tell them the twitter yes yes tell them the twitter do that. It oh is at bossy world all right thank you karen go and, ahead and uh uh i listened to the audio book y'all and i know I, I i know we got the readers that read but i'm telling y'all get that audio book because it is something spectacular mm -hmm. about hearing Bossy's words. Oh, my audiobook. <laughs> yes, you. I'm talking about you, lady. You. Trevor, still? Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. no, no. I'm, 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 I'm talking about you. It's nothing like hearing her words in her voice. And if you haven't listened, it's very moving. Because I was listening to the way I was like, God damn, 
damn. She's trying to make me cry while I'm do do I'm I'm punching up numbers and rolling through the tears and I'm yeah. going through the emotional roller coaster with her. And it's a beautiful book. There you it, go. It really is. All right, y'all. Yeah, make so sure y'all I, do that. I, I I'm trying to wrap it up for the seventeenth time, but we get to <laughs> we get to talking. Nobody cares about my time. It's fine, you know. It's fine. I, <laughs> nope. I only have to write. You nope. know, I only have to write a TV tomorrow, show. Rod, in yes. real life. Like, yes. You, you know. You know. We start. How do we start this? Women be talking. Women be talking. <laughs> Come on now, Rod. Don't act shocked and surprised. All right. I gotta go. Until next time. I love you. I love you too. Mwah. Mwah.